Welcome, 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 welcome everybody. What's going on? What's happening? Welcome everybody to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. Episode 73. What's happening? What's cracking in the words of my good friend Patrick? What is shaking and bacon? What is happening, peoples? Hope everybody's had a great week, great day um, on this beautiful, miraculous, um, very warm in Michigan Sunday. Um, as I'm recording uh, today, and um, uh, we were supposed to have a special guest today, um, but for work reasons, uh, because the man trying to keep her down, um, my guest host couldn't make it, but that's okay, because I have Chantel in the background with me. Um, She's not going to be on the show in particular, uh, but she's just in the background with me, so... um, (laughs) Y'all know y'all just give her some love and everything, you know what I'm saying? But um, I hope everybody's week has been good. Um, my week has been full of just just great things, you know, just great changes. Um, a lot of movement, um, a lot of quickness, you know. Um, and what I mean by that is, like, God, like, walking in my faith right now, God has literally just been throwing me blessings and I've like been trying to extend my like hand to catch all of them, you know, and it's, it's, it's kind of wild. Like it's, 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 it's really, it's, it, it's just really wild, you know, um, because at, at the end of the day, um, whether I'm ready or not, he feels, um, at the end of the day that I'm ready. So shit, I'm, I'm just ready to conquer, you know, you know, just ready to conquer everything that, you know, comes my way, whether, whether it succeeds or fails, you know what I'm saying? I've, 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 I've been through a, a few failures in my walk so far in my path and in my, you know, my, my purpose so far that, um, I'm okay to fail. Like I'm, I'm good. You know, I've, I've failed a lot. You understand what I'm saying? Just not in this, you know, particular, um, field or, you know, my particular avenue of entrepreneurship and podcasting, but just in life period, like I told y'all, um, like I'm rocking with a three, four right now in my master's, you know what I'm saying? I have a year left, you know, I just registered for classes, you know, for my last year of classes, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I will be graduating next year. Like I went to my, um, my director slash advisor and we we just wrote out my my last four classes technically which they're not even classes i have one like sit down class that i have to go to and then the three other ones are just you know my two projects and then my final project and then i'm out of here winter 2020 you know what i'm saying so to everybody that's graduating um winter 19 um shout out to y'all but i'm just saying winter 2020 I'm going up. I'm just letting y'all know. I'm being subtle for a reason. I'm being I'm being out the way for a reason because y'all don't understand. 2020 and beyond is a rap skis. It's a rap skis. It's a rap skis. Period. Um. So I'm just I'm just continuing to you know elevate and be proud in my failure and in my L's. You know, and um, I don't take them as losses, take them as lessons and, you know, just continuing to um, appreciate uh, life as it comes, you know. So um, I'm, it's weird. I'm just growing every day. You know, it's very weird. I, I, I accept 
everything that I try to come my way. And if I don't like it, I reject it. And if I do like it, I accept it and see what happens. So, you know, this week has been a really great week. Oh, let me just say, you know, Grand Rapids, I give y'all a hard time. You know, Grand Rapids, I, Grand Rapids, I give y'all a hard time, you know. But this weekend, I really had a great weekend. Shout out to the bros. We really had a great weekend. Um, you know, went to Stella's. Had a bros, bros, bros night. Really great. Um, we we just haven't had fun like that. In Grand Rapids, particularly. Um, in a long time. And I think the only times that we do have fun in Grand Rapids like that is on our birthday. Mine in particular. <laughs> because, like, we will always go out of the state for you know, Patrick's or Cordell's birthday. So, you know, that night was a good night. So shout out to Stella's um, for just having the DJ at the Stella uh, in the club. And Stella's was really, he was, he was diverse with his music, but he had the club rocking. So I just, I I, got to give him his, his, um, his play on that. Like shout out to him. So y'all, we have a good show for you today because a lot of juice has been coming through my TL, my news feeds, you know. A lot of things have just been happening this weekend, like, or this week period. And I'm just like, what is going on? So, you know, we, we're, we're going to cover a lot in the in the first half of the show um, from a Georgia woman uh, slashing her boyfriend for, for molesting her uh, five-year-old daughter to uh, Gary Owen cussing out Delta Airlines, to um, asking to asking y'all, are we canceling Chick-fil-A? You know, so we're going to talk about a lot of things and uh, those those topics and beyond. And then we got an MVP of the week. Our MVP of the week is Boomerang. Um, now, if y'all don't know the show, Boomerang is on BET. Um, it's uh, created by Lena Waithe and um, Halle Berry. Love, love, love the show. I have been advocating for the show since it came out. Um, probably one of the best shows on BET right now. Um, and I know BET is trying to make this comeback because they've had a lot of setbacks. And uh, I think this is going to be one of a major comeback for BET um, if it keeps this wave. Because I love, I, I, I love the show. So we'll get into that. Um, our biggest loser of the week is... It's just hilarious. I hate to do this. I don't. I don't like to do this because she's been my MVP of the week too. So it's just it's it's kind of sad that I have to now give her the biggest loser. But um, we'll talk about why. I think everybody knows why at this point. But you know, I I I I don't want to. We're gonna. We're just gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. And then um, the opinion I talk about the week. I was gonna ask the question. Do black women really support each other? Right? You understand what I'm saying? Like, I see a lot of black women support each other on the gram. Right? And I see a lot of black women. And I talked about black men um, in another episode, actually. So I had to come to this one. (laughs) Um, Because I see so many black women um, through my Instagram, through my feed, through my Facebook, and just through... Um, well, through social media, it seems, um, like when, when black women talk about supporting each other, we're, we're, we're all for it. Right. But then when we look at reality TV and everything, um, it's not really, 
supporting each other, right? And then when we look outside um, our window, you know, when we go outside in our spaces, um, are black women really supporting each other in the way of protection, um, in the way of, girl, I got you? You know what I'm saying? I, I heard my mama say a lot of that, you know, with her best friend. And they've been best friends for 20 years. I, I, I shout out to my auntie Michelle um, and my mama. And um, I think them two really show me the dynamic of what um, true black woman friendship was. You understand what I'm saying? Like their their dynamic and friendship was so great that I was like, well, why can't? Why don't I see this everywhere? You know, like I was just questioning shit. Like, why don't I see this a lot? And then still don't see it to this day. You know, like I tell y'all, if your friend like you, if your if your quote unquote friend let you walk walk out the house looking like you looking, and she asks you, "Hey, girl, does this look good?" and you say, "Yeah," when y'all both know y'all wrong as hell, that ain't your friend, fam. That's just somebody who just wanna just just wanna get your clout. But we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. And then we're going to get into um, the second half of that question is how can women, uh, um, you know, support each other more? Not just black women, but just women, period. You know, I think uh, Jada Jada um, on her Red Table Talk had a, you know, Red Table with, you know, um, a good round table with white, Hispanic um, <clears throat> Um, women at her table and just talking about, you know, the dynamics of everything. So, you know, how they can support one another or better support, better support one another. I think that's an important thing. So let's get into this show, family. Yo, so let's, um, let's say that I'm falling in love with the city girls. Okay. Um, if anybody, if anybody truly knows me, I got a little rat in me, you know what I'm saying? You know, not, 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 and, and I don't mean that in, in a, like, you know, I go outside and I just look how I like. No, I got ratchet in me. You know, I'm extra. You feel me? Like, if anybody know me, if you get to know me, you know, I'm I'm very loud and I'm very extra. You feel me? Like, I, I, I'm, I, I told y'all I'm a gasser. That's what I do. And, um, or that's just who I am. You know what I'm saying? But the city girls, though, right? Like, Cardi B, you know, like, like, I love Cardi. You understand what I'm saying? Like Cardi's music does something to me. Like it, it, it opens up another type of, you know, like, you know, I get, I get, like I can drink some tequila and get down with some Cardi. You feel me? Like twerking, like getting, you know, getting some twerk. Like man, like you know, like it just, I, it would be, it would be, the city girls give me that Cardi feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like the city girl, I know. I know some like Martel messaged me and he was like, "Yo, City Girls played out, man." I'm like, "Damn, why I gotta be playing out? Like, I'm fucking with the City Girls. Everybody is not like. Listen, there's a lot of niggas that don't like the Act Up song. You know, like real ass bitch get fucked by the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Um, and every niggas like, no, fuck that song. But I'm like, man, you know what I'm saying? Y'all need to shut up because we we got we got a lot of songs talking about fucking bitches and hoes and you know what I'm saying we we be banging those motherfuckers we don't say nothing about those I, I'm I ain't trying to come for nobody 
You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to come for nobody, but I'm just I just I just want y'all to use some logic. We got a lot of songs talking about fucking bitches and hoes being very disrespectful. But man, the one time, you feel me? We wanna sit here. And the city girls want to sit here and say the same thing. Oh, hell no. Man, let these girls say what they want to say. They've been saying what they want to say for years. We've been wanting to say what they want to say for years. Hush. They are probably played out. But shit. That's just because they famous as hell and they popular. They 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 are amazing. You understand what I'm saying? Like, me and Martel was laughing about that shit. But no, on some real shit, I fuck with the city girls um, hard as hell, like, uh, I was watching a I was watching a little documentary on the not that little I'm sorry, but I was watching a documentary on uh YouTube. But it was little. It was like twenty 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 four minutes. It was you know like duration wise. Um, they're like a twenty four minute documentary, and it and it talked about their fame up until uh JT got into prison. Um, so. I'm saying when JT get out, y'all, because JT can spit. JT got some bars. Like she, 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 she. she if they, if they do what Cardi did, which was literally focus on her raps and literally like, how can I, really just in improve on her bars on or on they bars. You know what I'm saying? Like Young Miami said, like I'm not a rapper. You know what I'm saying? But. I think she can greatly improve. You feel me? Like, to me, she's just sound like a Detroit rapper in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes rapping off beat, but it sound cool as fuck, sound dope as hell. I think she just like that. I think it's just a hood thing. You know what I'm saying? Not even a Detroit rapper, but I think just a hood rapper, period. You know what I'm saying? Because um, a lot of hood rappers do rap off beat, but it sounds sweet as fuck. You know what I'm saying? You got to you gotta be a sweet ass hood rapper to kind of rap off beat and still rhyme with your words and young Miami can do that. But I'm just saying, I think if they go to Cardi route for real, for real and really enhance on their bars and everything, like they going to be dangerous. Those three women right there, whoo, that's going to be dangerous. Like Cardi already showing y'all that her flow is increasing. Like when we talk about the rap game, we don't we don't talk about improvement, right? We think if you can rap right then and there, you a good rapper, right? We don't talk about how a lot of rappers have to improve because there's a lot of artists that I know who have literally improved and had to literally get their skills together bar for bar and everything like that. Like, yeah, they had they could they could rap, but they had to get their bars together. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we think when 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 somebody's supposed to come out rapping, they supposed to come out spitting. Yeah, that's 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 not rapping. You know what I'm saying? That's having a flow, right? If you got lyricism, then right. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm then I'm talking to you. You know what I'm saying? But if you just you know if you rapping, you cool. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to the city girls. You know what I'm saying? Just shout out to the city girls. I fuck with them. Um. Let's talk about canceling Chick-fil-A uh, because obviously um, I don't know if y'all are canceling Chick-fil-A uh, because a story just came out about Chick-fil-A um, giving um, some, uh, well, huge donations to 
the LGBT community or anti anti LGBTQ um, groups, uh, and it's kind of wild uh, because it was it was in 2017. I'm sorry, and it's kind of wild because you know I was looking on Twitter, looking on the feed, and everything, and looking in the news, and you know like. Everybody was like, you know what? Should we cancel? I think I'm canceling. I'm not eating there no more. And I asked a question on my Instagram, like, you know, question, like, are we canceling, you know, uh, Chick Fil A? Like, is that is that is that a thing? Is is that what Chantel? Would you cancel Chick Fil A? Probably. Because honestly, the Chick Fil A up in Grand Rapids is disgusting. It really is. I want to. I'm just going to say. First of all. I've never had a great Chick-fil-A experience. Let me, <laughs> let me say that. And that's because I'm in the north, right? I'm I'm in Michigan and these we have two in Grand Rapids and they're not good to me, right? Like I remember I remember our bros giving like they was like, man, Chick-fil-A just opened in Grand Rapids, bro. I'm like, all right, we're cool. And I remember so many people was happy as shit about Chick-fil-A opening. When it first, when that first, yes, that line was out the door. Like, people was like, yo, we need, man. So they got me. I was like, yo, just give me, what did I say? I told them, like, just give me some nuggets or some shit like that. So, because I was skeptical. Like, I'm scared because anything that comes from the South that come up North is not going to be the same. Like, for me, it's not going to be, like, here's my thing. Growing up in the South, like, for real, for real. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it, it wasn't like I grew, I would go down to see my dad, you know what I'm saying, every summer. So, every summer, three months, let me tell y'all, it was Popeye, Sonic. Um, I didn't know about the Waffle House at that time. It was Popeye, Sonic, and it was this pork chop sandwich place that I would go to. Man, Right? Fat kid love cake. Do you hear me? I'm in that thing getting down. And Sonic, Sonic down south. Ooh, wait. What? Oh my God. Any, any Popeyes down south. Like when I went to Florida, that Popeyes was great. I knew exactly which Popeyes I needed to go to. It was a childhood one and it, oh, so spicy. The chicken was crispy. The biscuits were flaky. Uh, <laughs> the honey hit just right. Do you hear? Like everything hit. So I know Chick Fil A hit different down south. You feel me? Sonic up here hits different. It don't taste the same. You understand what I'm saying? Like it is not the same. Trust me. You go down south, if, if they created a Waffle House up here, nine times out of ten, it is not going to be the same Waffle House I go to, I went to in Florida this past, uh, last year. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all, fam. I think they got a Waffle House in Chicago. I would like to go to that one just to see what that one is about. You understand what I'm saying? But the Chick-fil-A's up here don't hit. So I never understood the hype. Right, and I think it was like a down south thing. So, you know, they got me some nuggets, and the nuggets wasn't even that good. I was just like, "Oh, this is what John was talking about? Pretty basic. This is pretty basic chicken." <laughs> <laughs> 
This is pretty basic ass chicken. So I think I went to Chick-fil-A again. And I got like a sandwich. I got a sandwich this time and some fries, right? Uh, Waffle fries was straight. The chicken sandwich, again, basic. And I'm sitting here like, what is the hoopla about Chick-fil-A? Y'all gotta tell me. So to me, I'm like, are y'all gonna cancel it? Because I've never really been a fan. So it was never for real for my, for me to even say I'm canceling Chick-fil-A or not. I've never really ate at Chick-fil-A. I've ate Chick-fil-A twice. And it's it wasn't, you know, the best. It it, it to me it tasted like an off-brand KFC. Um but you know, hey, right? So um I guess what I want to know from y'all is, are y'all going to cancel Chick-fil-A after this? I know some people did say they were going to cancel it um, because, you know, that's vile. That's not great. Um, But if y'all want a double-edged sword, you know, the Bible says the same thing. And, you know, um, there are some LGBTQ members or in the community that literally sit here and uh, still read the Bible, still go to church and everything. So they just going to cancel Chick-fil-A? No, nah, no, nah, because I did see some of them on Twitter, and it was like, fam, we're not canceling Chick-fil-A. Now, I think redemption comes if they open on Sunday. That's redemption. Now, now people can cancel you for real, but, you, but, but I think, here's the thing, Chick-fil-A, I think people can cancel you for real. Uh, people can cancel you from not coming. Uh, you could lose a lot of money from that. Uh, but what I would say is, um, if you open up on Sundays, you might just win the, the uh, LGBTQ uh, community back over. You know, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if they're canceling you for real. Uh, but, you know, cancel culture is a bitch. Like, that shit is crazy. Um, and speaking of cancel culture. Um, no, not speaking of cancel culture. But let me, uh, let me ask you a question, Chantel. Would you... Um, have you ever, first of all, have you ever seasoned your chicken in the sink? Yes, I have. You see, okay, so. Um, but I have a whole procedure before I. Exactly. My right, so. In the sink. It, was a, it was a picture on there that said, do you, is it okay, is it okay to season your chicken in the sink, right? And um, I was like, you know, I, I, I seen this on one of my, uh, on one of my guys' um, Instagrams. And uh, shout out to Keith. And uh, I was like, you know what? I've been doing this since I was 11. Because I've been cooking chicken since I was like 11 years old. Like my mama been having me in the kitchen for since the age of 10. She started with me off for breakfast. Got me to frying chicken because I love me some chicken. She said, I'm not going to keep frying your chicken. Okay, well teach me. Shit, that, that's all I needed to know. Um, so she got me to that. And it was like always, we always... Literally, like even before me, like chicken in the sink, season it up. You know what I'm saying? And uh it was more so like you wash the sink out because you gotta wash the sink out. You gotta first of all, you gotta you, wash the sink out anyway. period. You gotta wash the sink out. Like it's a part that cleaning the whole kitchen. Like you have to. You feel me? Like you have to wash the sink out. Make sure the sink kitchen is clean. Period. Before you even put the chicken in the sink. You feel me? So we we will always we will always drink. You will 
either get some dish soap or some shit. Get you know, make sure it's all clean. Blah blah blah. Bleed out. Woo woo. Put that chicken in there. Season it up. Blah 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 blah. Put it in a bowl. You feel me? Put the seasoned chicken in a bowl. Um, clean out that sink again. And then get your flour on. Put your flour in that bag, and that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's okay to season um, your chicken in the sink. I just feel like there are a lot of people who are dirty and nasty that will just take their dishes out of the sink or... Not even clean their sink and put the chicken in there and then season it. Now, that's just disgusting. Um, if there are people out there like that, you're disgusting. You need not to cook it ever again. Uh, first of all, me being in a, me being, uh, in, in restaurant service as long as I have and cooking in the back, trust me, I made sure them chicken wings was cleaned. Cleaned, fam. In the sink. Make sure the sink was clean before. I'm telling you. Like, you got to. Because even in the back, they don't, sometimes they don't even make sure. Disgusting. Disgusting. So it's just like, I think I think in a sense, like, I like how people do use the bowl. Because I think a bowl is great, too. I think I do both. You know what I'm saying? If I, if I feel, if I don't feel like, you know, honestly, if I'm lazy and I don't feel like doing it, I'll do the bowl. You know, because to me, it's the same thing. I'll just mix it up, blah, 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 blah. But if I, you know, if I want to do it in the sink, you know, wash it up and everything, then I'll put it in the sink. It just depends on how it is. But honestly, I do feel like it's people out there that just are just unsanitary and just disgusting and just sit there and just put that chicken in the sink with all that nastiness in the sink. Like, they don't, they don't put it in the sink with the dishes, but they'll take the dishes out. Well, you know, like, we just had spaghetti. Like, fine. Like, come on now. Like, you're just not going to put spaghetti water. You know, it's spaghetti water on the chicken. Like, nobody want all that. That's nasty. You know, it's noodle water in the sink. You ain't even wash it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's nasty. You know, it's sauce on the chicken. Like, why you got marinara sauce on the chicken? Like, that's disgusting. Like, wash your sink out. Please. Stop being nasty. Stop being nasty. So, I think it's I think it's common. I think, especially around the black community, I think it's definitely common that we do it in the sink. But I think we are a lot more clean. I'm not saying every black person is clean in that sense. But I think a lot of black mothers and a lot of... Um, Definitely uh, your aunties, your grandmamas made sure that sink was washed out. You know how many you know how many times they had to wash greens? Okay. How many times they had to put stuff in the sink and they had to wash it? I don't know how many times I've seen my grandma wash out the sink, put some stuff in there, wash out the sink, put some stuff in there, wash out, season some stuff, wash out the sink. I'm telling you, it is a process. They make sure... They don't want no salmonella-less poisons. Period. None. None. So, um, let's talk about uh, my city real quick. First of all, Detroit 313, I love y'all. But, um, y'all need to get y'all cockroaches, fam. Um, why are they capping niggas out here? I'm not coming back. <laughs> I'm not coming back home. Because, first of all, I knew it. 
I knew animals were about to take over. I knew it, man. They about to get guns. I, y'all seen the rat that was damn near washing itself? You feel me? I'm not. I'm not about to play with y'all. You feel? Me? But no, on some serious shit. Um, the uh, what happened was uh, this man in Detroit uh, threw a shoe at a cockroach. Not a roach. Now a lot of y'all will sit here and be like, "No, what's a cockroach?" If you don't know what a cockroach is, a cockroach can bite your dumb ass. You understand what I'm saying? You have to understand what a what a roach looks like and what a cockroach looks like. A roach is just something that just crawls and um, definitely is small, um, but won't, you know, won't do any type of harm to you. You can just step on that and, you know, whatever. Now, you shouldn't have roaches to begin with. If you have roaches, you need to definitely clean your house. That's disgusting and that's nasty. However, Cockroaches are a whole totally different type of type of breed of roaches. These motherfuckers are huge as hell. Um, and when I mean huge, I mean huge in the sense of they are they can get up. I, I've I've seen one in Florida the size of like a razor phone. Y'all remember the Verizon razor phone? Like not flipped, but just you know uh, when it's flipped down and closed. That about that big without about about that size. Like it it's big. And you can get bit by it. So the man uh threw a shoe at this cockroach. Now when you attack a cockroach, right? When you when you go for a cockroach, right? Like you can't with a roach you can just squish it, right? You can just squish it and then you know pick it up with a paper towel, right? With a cockroach, though, they're they're more methodical. You understand? They're more strategic. You understand what I'm saying? Like you can't just go after a co- like you have you have to get something hard. Like you gonna have to get like um like a Timberland boot. You know what I'm saying? Or like a rock. You know, or something hard at least. You know what I'm saying? Not to bust through your your wall. Like if it's on your wall on your floor or something like that. Or bust through your floor, but something enough to hear that motherfucker crunch. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta hear that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta hear that crunch and that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's how you know. And then when you lift it up, you gotta see the green guts. You know what I'm saying? Like seriously, you gotta see that shit. You gotta make sure that motherfucker dead. Cause if that motherfucker ain't dead, he coming for your neck. Do you hear me? He is coming for your neck. He gonna bite you. You gonna get a big ass bump on your. I'm telling you. All right, you might not get a bump, but you gonna get bit. I'm just saying, all right. So he threw, he threw the, uh, he threw his shoe at the uh, cockroach. Now, how the, <laughs> what the story says is that he had a revolver in his shoe because he is uh, in a wheelchair. So he had a revolver in his shoe, and when the shoe fell to the ground, the revolver went off and shot him. Now he's okay, thank God, Amen. But. I really do believe that roaches, cockroaches, um, animals, period, are ready to cap our asses. Um, they're getting sick and tired of us. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I don't want to say it's a lot of them, but I think it's enough of them that are communicating like, you know what? I'm, I'm tired. You know, like the secret life of pets was real, man. There is a sewer full of animals that are ready to just destroy our asses and just eat them. Eat us. Kill us and eat us. Not playing with y'all. Y'all better treat these animals. Like, stop playing. Treat your animals with respect. However, these cockroaches, man, y'all better watch out for them. They they coming for all heads, all heads. Nut. Period. He trying to make it out here, fam. He said, "I'm sh- I'm busting caps on your ass, okay? On your 
ass. Period. Point blank. Don't you throw no motherfucking shoe at me, nigga. I live here. This is my house. I can just see a lot of girls. Listen. <laughs> I can see so many women getting up and seeing that cockroach and literally running out the fucking house. Like, <laughs> I can see so many people running in that mouth, running out the house like I'm not going back in there. I'm like, going back in where? Like, I'm not going back in there. It's a roach. And there's a big-ass cockroach on the wall. No, I'm not going back in there. He can have that house. <laughs> Listen, you have to be... You got to be strong when you see that cockroach, man. Because he can, he can fly. Fly. He can fly. Fly. I'm telling you. Just try not to get bit. And crush him with something hard. You understand what I'm saying? Because, listen, being down... Being down in Florida, living with my dad, living with my brothers, living with my auntie, I done seen enough, okay? I done seen some flying cockroaches, and they are not to be toyed with, not to be played with, and not to be fucked with, okay? Period. So I'm glad my boy, that that man is okay. Uh, Let's talk about this Georgia woman who slashed her boyfriend uh, for molesting five-year-old daughter. Um, this man uh, took it upon himself to uh, do some um, inappropriate uh, things, um, disrespectful, um, negligence, uh, just all right, just disgusting um, on the part of him and wanting to even think about or even touch uh this young this this baby of a girl you understand what i'm saying so the mom took it upon herself to go a little kill bill god damn it because you know what i think women are just getting fed up you know and, 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 and listen I'm, i i understand because there's niggas out here that just not get they just not getting it they just not getting it. And you know what? Women are getting fed up. Not only are they busting caps and asses, they are slicing abdomens. <laughs> okay? Period. Slicing fucking abdomens. And I'm all here for it. She slashed this nigga. She did a kill bill. You understand what I'm saying? Kill Bill 1, 2, and 3. And 3 didn't even... I don't know. Did 3? Was there a 3? I don't think that was. Was there a 3? Yeah. Yes? I thought it was. I thought it was. Um, but still. Right? <laughs> right? No, legit. Siri. <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> was there a Kill Bill 3? Um, but on some real shit, like, I'm here for the... Like, dudes, what, what, what is it? Are y'all not getting... Like this is that man. I just, I just cannot, you know, even imagine because that could have been like. Let's just say that could have been your mother getting raped, right? Like nobody, nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to see that. And I'm all here for her slashing him because we have. A unwritten stigma in our community that is 
that we need to be on the hush-hush about that shit for a long time. I'm loving the fact that we're coming out with so much shit like this because it needs to fucking stop. It needs to stop. And people that's going to talk about me about, oh, well, he may be his mental health and everything. No, fam. It's way more than that. We touching, niggas are touching little girls. You understand me? All this R. Kelly shit that's coming out, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for her slashing your damn throat. I'm here for her slashing your damn arm, cutting it off like Afro Samurai. I'm here for it. Because if you decided, if that was my daughter, it wouldn't have been no slashing. It would have been a bullet to the crib, to your, to your cranium, to the mental, period, on God. And that's no cap. Because I don't understand. We're in the age of 2019 right now. We still not getting it. We still not understanding that this shit is fucked up. But we still letting this hush hush go on. No, nah, fam. Because now nah, this hush hush is affecting our next generation. And we not bringing that shit there. So I'm here for the slashing. I'm here for the cutting like Kill Bill. Now, what I want to know on the girlfriend part is where the hell did you get the katana from? Where did it, where did you get the sword from? Did Vivica A. Fox get that to you? Because that's crazy. She must have, man. Or she might have had a knife. She might have had a butcher knife. Or like one of them long, you know, chop, 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 chop knives or some shit like that. But either way, I'm here for it. We need to do better as men. Period. Fellas. As much as I advocate for y'all, trust me, we got flaws too. I don't do that shit. I'm never doing that shit. But I'm holding y'all accountable as well. Do fucking better. You got to way do better. Our black boys need to know that that shit is not, that shit doesn't need to fly. And our black men need to know that that shit don't fly so stop that shit and if you know in a sense you know because y'all we love to say oh well they came on to me bro you got more logic in your head you you're not stupid you're not dumb don't entertain it like i said we're in 2019 i'm done with your fucking excuses you're making choices now you're making choices. So if you you made the choice to, to go and molest this five-year-old, she made the choice to slash your abdomen. Don't touch my daughter again. Period. And on the subject, because now I'm heated. Now I got hot. Um, this neo-Nazi who... I, I, uh, shout out to Sean King who posted this video. Um... It was a video of this black woman and this neo-Nazi white man, literally, this neo-Nazi white man, literally invading her personal space, right? Literally, like, protruding her and walking up to her, like, literally, being very disrespectful. 
And as she's trying to call the cops because he's being very disrespectful and he's tell she's telling him to move and go. You understand what I'm saying? So then she tries to call the cops, smacks the phone out her hand. You understand what I'm saying? Smacks the phone out her hand. So then she pushes him. Bruh, why does this nigga start Mayweathering her ass? But that's not the bigger issue. Because I've been saying this for, oh my God, that's not the bigger issue. Right? Because that's a big issue. That's one thing. The bigger issue is the nigga that is videotaping. The cameraman. What are y'all doing? That's the bigger issue. That is that is what makes my blood boil right there. When I hear the cameraman saying, no, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you sitting? I would have dropped the camera to go run over there and beat his ass. What the fuck? This is what, and y'all wonder fucking why our black women literally don't fuck with us because of shit like this. You understand what I'm saying? That's why black women play the defense with everybody, everybody, because nobody is literally sitting here trying to protect them. Why didn't nobody in that in the fucking background of that camera go over there to run over there and help her help her i don't care about how you feel about black people i don't give a fuck about how you feel about i don't give a fuck because your morality at the end of the day as a human fucking being is now going unfucking checked i'm tired of cameramen sitting and camera women Sitting here letting these women and men get beat the fuck up for nothing. And then got the audacity to be like, <gasps> shut the fuck up. That's not the, that's her getting beat down. And I hope she is okay. Because just like the McDonald's incident a couple months ago. Just like my man's jumped over. And was that white man was hitting on her and no black man sat there and did and the cameraman didn't do nothing. I'm tired of it. Let let a camera let let a camera get on and somebody beating somebody ass. Un unjustly. I'm going to jail. It's a wrap. Because at this point, y'all have no fucking morality for nothing. No human morale or nothing. Y'all are disrespectful on all accounts. All accounts, fam. On the hood. <laughs> like, that's a black woman. Like, first of all, I don't care what you're feeling. My, a man is putting his hands on a woman. Again, if that was your sister, your girlfriend, your mother, your aunt... Would you allow that to happen? Would you just sit there and videotape it and be like, <gasps> bro, get the fuck out of here with y'all, fam. Y'all are disrespectful. You have no morality. Period. I pray and hope and send my love to that queen 
Seriously, I hope she did not suffer that much damage because that man literally beat her down. And to the people that did not help you, fuck you. Fuck you. Don't sit here and give me no excuses. Oh, I wanted to shut. No, shut the fuck up because I'm we're done with the just showing shit. We got that under control. We got the old oh, things are going viral. We got that. Where's your human morality to say, take this phone. I'm about to go over there and beat his ass. I'm about to go over there and stop that. Y'all don't have none because y'all want to just be motherfucking social media famous and viral famous and shit like that. Get the fuck off my line, fam. You have no morality. Y'all are the ones. I'm just saying. I've seen few and far between cameramen and women help the ones that are fighting literally in these injustice situations just like this black woman. I've seen it. I've seen it too many times where literally people like this black woman get beat down for nothing. And the cameraman is just sitting there because, oh, we just got to get this out on video. No, first of all, you need to beat his ass. Because a, a man hitting a woman, like I said, don't fly. And I don't give a fuck if I'm about to lose that motherfucking fight. You ain't about to hit on her, fam. You're not about to. And I don't give a fuck if that's a white woman, too. You're not about to hit on no woman, fam. You're not about to do it. Because I want to see you swing this way, fam. Swing it. Like I said, I don't give a fuck about losing, nigga. I done failed too many times. Come on. But I'm going to protect. Ain't nobody protecting the black woman out here. And it's sad, man. That's why I will always try my best to sit here and make it possible to gas my black women, fam. Women, period, fam. I will always make it a mission. I will always make it a mission to gas my men. But I will always make it a, a, a true mission for real to gas my black women. Because it is apparent that we are not protecting them the way we need to. It's sad, and it's very disrespectful. Um, I done got hot now. <laughs> My blood boiling. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Um, did I talk about Gary Owens already? I did. I did. I did. Gary Owens went in, man. I think I talked about Gary Owens. Like Gary Owens, if if I didn't talk about him, he you know talk. He went on um a flight with Delta Airlines, and you know. Gary Owens is definitely coming to the cookout. Like, that's just, you don't, like, who are you, Delta Airlines, to sit here and say, like, literally Gary was like, he named the airport, named the airline, named the gate and everything. Like, named everything word for word. And his wife is beautiful, by the way. Wife is a beautiful black queen. Beautiful. She literally said, they literally called, you know, the sections, because, you know, when you get there, you know, you got section zone one, and then zone two, three, four, you know, two through through four. So they was on Delta, and they was like, section one, can y'all move up? She get, he said she gets in line, and when she got in line, um, the thing was, you know, he, the, 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 the ticket man or whoever was at the gate. Asked if she was in section one. He was like, she was like, yeah, I'm in section one. She was like, he was like, oh, okay. And she was, she was kind of confused because she, she didn't ask 
the white man that was behind her or the or the two white people that were behind her. And she was like, yo, you know, why you didn't ask them? She was he was like, because I didn't feel like this. And um let me just say how Gary Owen turned damn near red on camera. Because um you don't disrespect nobody's wife, first of all. And why I love Gary Owen so much is he's so honest. He's he's so authentic and so honest. I love authenticity and true honesty for real. Um, like I said, his wife is not uh light bright at all. She is a chocolate um she is dark chocolate like me. You understand what I'm saying? And um he was just saying like do not. He said, Delta, this is my wife. She's in section one. Don't disrespect her again. You understand what I'm saying? That type of fucking protection, that type of fucking protection is what we need. It's 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 ridiculous. You understand what I'm saying? Re-fucking-diculous. We need to protect our black women more. Period. Shout out to Gary Owen. Um, I just wanted to say that I'm winning my March Madness bracket right now, I think. Uh, let me let me check real quick. I'm scared. Uh, but I think I'm winning my March Madness bracket right now. Uh, it's going down. Like, I was mad at Patrick and them because they always, they always on top on their brackets and shit. And I'll be just mad as hell. Man, I'm second, fam. Damn. <laughs> it's all right. You know what? I always got Duke and Michigan. I got Duke and Michigan winning. Um, I'm second in my bracket list right now. Um, Patrick looked like he first. Patrick is always first in my bracket, dog. I hate that man. You get my nerves. <laughs> God damn. But um, I'm looking for Duke to win it, man. So let me know who, who y'all think is going to win. Uh, the March Madness, uh, you know, take it home. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. Uh, let's see. What else we talking about today? Um, let's talk about uh, Lori uh, Laughlin, you know, um, from Full House and how we've been knowing for years and just... <laughs> and I was supposed to talk about this last week, but I was just... I didn't want to because I didn't want to give it air. Uh, but even in the even in the spirit of talking about my uh, the education system last year or last last episode, I'm sorry, I should have just talked about it. But I mean, here's the thing: Lori Lori Laughlin, the the actor from Full House, um, basically is accused of you know paying um, for her kids to basically um, slide through college, you know. You know, paying ACT scores or paying people to do the ACT scores and everything for them or the ACT tests or change the scores and everything like that. Um, and it's been a number a number of other accused um, actors and actresses or celebrities that have done this over the table. A lot of accused uh, universities like USC and Yale that have been and other uh, prestigious PWIs and Ivy Leagues that have been accused of this crime as well. And what I need y'all to understand is that um, this this don't even sound like something new. This sounds like literally it's been going on for fucking years. And it just sounds like y'all need a new story. You know what I'm saying? 
y'all need somebody to 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 go in the big house or something like that to get the pressure off of whatever's going on in the world right now that's attacking the white race because at this point fam we've been knowing this for years you understand what i'm saying like stop playing with me not only is it sometimes a white thing it's probably a black thing too right like stop playing with me you understand what i'm like shout out to everybody shout out to those celebrity kids to those local kids like me who literally worked their ass off to get into college and literally do better. Shout out to those who are doing it without college and literally getting that shit done. You understand what I'm saying? If you working, if you sitting there not even trying to, you, you hustling. Right? You trying to get that hustle. That hustle and bustle, fam, I respect it. However, we not going to sit here and act like this ain't been going on for years. We were like, we not just, because I just feel like everybody's like, <gasps> like, oh my God, like this hasn't been, fam, this been going on for a minute. Like, we, we not about to sit here and act like this. Like, stop. Like, stop. I just need, I just need everybody to just stop acting like this has not been going on, because I feel like this has been going on. It's just been under the fucking table and under the rug. It's been on the hush-hush. Now it's not on the hush-hush no more. So now just bring them out and point them out. That's all I want y'all to do. Just understand, like, this hasn't been... This is not anything new. You understand what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah. Um, MVP of the week, like I said, is Boomerang. I love the show Boomerang on BET. Um, it has your mans from uh, Everybody Hates Chris... Chris's uh Chris's brother from it, you know, he's older now, has him on there, has Lala Milan from Instagram. Uh beautiful, plays a amazing role. Uh like I said, Talina Waith and Halle Berry, I love the show. I think it brings an it it makes me want to watch it more because I relate to it in so many ways. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of creatives and millennials um who are my age would relate to it in a lot of ways um because this is kind of what we're going through whether it whether you're in the um you know for whatever stage you're in you know what i'm saying because uh, i can't think about their names right now is <laughs> is yeah but whatever you know lane you're in i think it's it's very um relatable to our generation right now um specifically speaking to probably middle age um now uh, millennials right now you know 25 to maybe like 30 you know um so it's really dope i think y'all should go check it out um our biggest loser of the week is miss jess hilarious now jess hilarious lord have mercy um was on a plane and she saw some men seek men in turbans and you know she made a video um saying basically like what y'all doing like why they getting on the plane so the plane was then um evacuated and uh twitter 
and every and social media just went on an uproar about it, right? And uh, they basically kind of tore her up about it. And then um, she goes and does a video, and not for the faint of heart, but let me just say this: when you are when you decide to put your life on social media, like it, like everything. Um, or even like a piece of you, once you just decide to do something on social media, the consequences from that is all around. You're going to either take your L's the way they come. You're just going to have to own that shit because you have to take it as a life lesson. Or you're going to be like Jess and retaliate and then more people are going to come for you. Well, that's what Jess did, basically. She she retaliated back and saying that you know she was scared and you know she 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 um she felt unsafe and you know all that jazz and everything and um then she made an official statement the next day um, in which she was very choked up about you know how everybody was very angry with her um, about what happened and she was talking about how she apologized to the Sikhs she didn't you know she didn't know. She was very uneducated and everything like that. And, um, you know, she basically apologized to the whole uh, Muslim community. Here's the thing. And here's why I'm giving Jess uh, the biggest loser of the week. Um, Jess is not a racist, but she had a racist moment. Um, And this is where we say black people can't be racist, but I think we can have racist moments. Um, That was a huge racist moment right there. Um, you worked with a man in a turban. Let's just point that out for facts, right? You worked with a black man in a turban, and his name was Nick Cannon. Um, for most of the duration that you were on Wild and Out, because I loved you on there, I watched you, I'm a fan, that's why I'm talking about this. Um, he wore his turban, and as much as y'all talked about his turban, it was nothing wrong with it. So the fact that you did that, Made me think you just did that for the clout, and did you? And and you you can say no, but like I said, I will always say I, I will say your boss, your ex boss, wore a turban. Period. So why did it feel necessary for you to do that in that moment? Right. That was the first part, and then the second part was, yeah, you have to take this as a learning lesson. Even I didn't know that the Sikhs and the, you know, the Sikhs and the Muslims are two different, you know, but they're part of the, the, the entire community, but they're two different entities. You understand what I'm saying? And I didn't know that. I learned something new, right? And I think what needs to happen a lot of times is social media sometimes likes to educate us, but we don't know how to take it because social media has that stigma of being so disrespectful. Here's the thing. If I make a comment and somebody corrects me on that comment, I'm going to take it. You understand what I'm saying? We have to take it as learning lessons, right? Here's the thing, though. We have to be willing and able to understand and absorb what we're learning, right? A lot of people were trying to come at Jess as learning. But there were a lot more people coming at Jess with the disrespect and the hate, which at 
which was warranted on both sides. You understand what I'm saying? Like people were trying to educate her at the same time people were pissed, which, you know, she's had some stints in the past where she's disrespected kind of the LGBT community and, and all of that. Like, you know, and, and, and it's just like at this point, just you have to be more aware and more conscious of your surroundings and what you're talking about. You understand what I'm saying? You cannot be sitting here just doing stuff on Instagram. Like, I know Instagram has definitely, you know, got you off the ground, and I appreciate, you know, and not I appreciate that, but I know you you definitely appreciate that. But at the same time, like, you have to be now consciously aware of the platform that you have. You have to be cognizant of the power that you are now grasping. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you're making on to the shade room a lot. Shade, the shade room really garners our A-list black celebrities. You're becoming an A-list black, black celebrity. Believe it or not, you're getting up there. Believe it or fucking not, Jess, you're getting up there. And with that power comes great responsibility. And you have to understand that your L's have to just be L's. And you took an L right here. You did not need to sit here and respond in the manner that you did because you shouldn't have did what you did in the first place. You understand what I'm saying? And like I said, it felt like you were just trying to do something for the video. And I mean, that's cool and that's fine, but not not after the thing in New Zealand. You understand what I'm saying? Not after that, right? Like that was bad timing. You have to know. You got to know. You knew what happened in New Zealand. Come on, now. It was all over social media. Come on, now. You got a team? I know you do. You do just with the mess. And if you're going to do another just with the mess, you need to be the mess. You need to talk about yourself. You need to talk about how you were being disrespectful and how you are very uneducated on the subject and how you were just not doing, you were doing this for about a clout. Come on now, be messy, but also be authentic and honest with your mess. That's how people are going to understand and forgive you. You feel me? Because honestly, your fans make you. I understand that my my, my listeners and my fans love me, but I love, and I, as a fan of Jess Hilarious, I love Jess. And this is why I'm speaking out about it, because I want her to understand that the power she has right now can change lives. It can do a lot of things, but literally she has to be cognizant and, and literally truthful and understanding and open to the power that she's gaining. So that's all I'm going to leave it with there. We're going to take a five minute break and we will be back. This is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devante, episode 73. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? We are back. We are back again with the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devante, episode 73. Okay, we are here with the opinionated topic of the week. All right, we are talking black women and can there be support amongst them? And then the second part of that is can women in general, how or how can women in general support um, support each other? Now, like I said, um, I'm not a woman. So most of my opinions are going to be a lot of not first person, but a lot of third person Um, from what I see, from what I've observed, um, observed not only through um, 
reality through jobs, um, you know, in reality in life and everything, but also through uh, social media and, you know, the internet and everything and TV and everything like that. Like <clears throat> the, I think what we have now um, in today's society is a very need for push for black women to um, succeed, right? Uh, first of all, black women have been succeeding in my eyes for generations, for years, um, not just on an educational tip. Um, here's the thing. I think because we've said black women are the most educated, we think that um, they're just educated in the uh, college environment. That's definitely not true. Um, they're not just in, educated in the college environment. They're educated in every environment, not just right there. There are a lot of black women, a, a lot of black mothers, a lot of black aunties who have not gotten their degree, but are very educated in, uh, the things that are very much taught at our universities. You understand what I'm saying? Because they self-taught themselves, right? They're very much educated without a degree. Right. They know how to cook better than probably a culinary chef. You understand what I'm saying? They know because they had to teach themselves. They taught themselves and they learned it from black woman to black woman to black woman. Because of something with black woman's hands, man. I don't know if y'all sprinkle something every time. You know, I don't know if it's something on y'all hands that just make like. It's something about the black woman that just makes it. it that just makes you special you understand what i'm saying strong graceful um the example of just stableness and having foundations and sacrifice you understand what i'm saying i don't i don't think black women get enough credit for that right and a lot of people sit here and tell me you know, I am will sit here and you know will tell me like you why why do you support black women so much? Why do you support women so much? Like support our brothers. I'm like, I do support our brothers. But I support my black women more because my brothers aren't doing aren't supporting our black women. Every time I hear something, like here's my thing. I've seen my mom go through countless relationships. You understand what I'm saying? And the thing about it is, I get it when women sit here and bash the black man. Right? I get it. There's there's a thing when you start to bash the black man. Right? Because I understand I've seen it. Right? But then, black women have, like, come together because of the bashment of black men. And I get it. Right. I get it. Um, when you when you come from a place of hurt and everything and somebody else is hurting with you, you know, you find friendship in that. Like black black women have a certain type of kinship that a lot of us don't understand. Right. And, and I think that's vice versa on all forms with men and women. But I think black women have a certain type of form of chemistry. And like I said, I study I kind of wanted to study the black woman in college. You know what I'm saying? Like. Why are y'all so strong? Why do y'all sacrifice so much the way you do? But why don't y'all support each other 
so much the way y'all should? That was one of my biggest questions. I think I asked that in my black woman's, um, my black woman's course. I was like, and she was a beautiful older black woman who taught the course. And I asked her, I said, listen, why don't black women support other black women? And then the bigger question, you know, why don't women support other black women? And I think she put it to me plain. She was like, at that time, I think it was maybe like 2014 to 2015 um, school year. And uh, she was just like, yeah, black women, a lot of black women um, don't want to see other black women succeed because they're afraid of position. She said, you have to think about it. Black women are the bottom of the totem pole. And this is where I got this from, right? Like she she literally put me hip. She was like, black women at the bottom of the totem pole. I've been here um, teaching for 25, 30 plus years, you know, and still some days, sometimes, and in my career, I have not gotten and garnered the same respect as a white woman. You understand what I'm saying? I was like, yes, ma'am. And she was like, um, black women could do more in putting back, putting each other up on game, right? We was just sitting here watching um, the family that prays, and in the in the movie, you will see, you know, how Robin Givens tries to help out, um, uh, Sanaa Lathan. Like, girl, don't you know he don't he not gonna marry you? So stop, you know, let me protect you and not, you know continue fucking your way to the top you know what i'm saying but any type of constructive criticism you know any type of constructive criticism that black women try to give to other black women what i've seen is y'all don't know how to take it well it is something about it now it's not all of you because there are a lot of black women uh girl groups that literally are you know like living single you understand what I'm saying? Or like um, a different world or something like that. But in a sense, it's a lot of us in this generation who just are doing are just being friends for clout. Right. We see a lot of social media friends and we see a lot of uh, social media, black women friend groups that that we want to that black women want to be like, you know, what I'm saying, because they're just going out, having fun and everything like that. Um, like I said, here's the thing. Um, consider this here and and here's a friend group that I think I I love on social media um, Tokyo Vanity uh, Supercent and uh, BB Judy uh, the real BB Judy uh, now BB Judy uh, does the kaleidoscope hair drops uh, Supercent just had a baby shout out to her um, and she has the crayon cakes Tokyo Vanity is sexy as hell I fuck her and um she she's been on love and hip hop and she's a rapper so you know these are three women who are going down different paths you understand what i'm saying going through different shit a lot of ups and downs a lot of stuff blah 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 not seeing each other and they still hold each other down right because they 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 put their life on social media so why not put their friendship out there you understand what I'm saying? Show people what real friendship looks like. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we've we've gotten to the mode of a lot of relationship goals, friendship goals, what friendship goals should look like. And honestly, friends tell you what's up. 
anybody who's honest to you up front about yourself and tell you about yourself, make sure that you're moving. You understand what I'm saying? Helping you to pick you up when you're down, but at the same time, making sure you're doing that for yourself. That's a friend. I don't know what type of friends y'all have now, but that's what I consider. And a lot of black women, a lot of young black women that I see nowadays, y'all friend groups are not like friends. Y'all just y'all just sitting there taking pictures and having fun. And then after like three months, y'all not friends no more. Y'all talking shit. Like that's not friends. Y'all be like, y'all was y'all was just cool. Yeah, I don't fuck with her. What? <laughs> what you mean? What she do what she do so quick? Do me, yo, just having pictures. Y'all delete the pictures. I'm like, yo, what? Like, y'all, y'all, it's like sometimes y'all don't know the meaning. And for me, it's, it's even harder trying to be friends with black women because I know how to cut that boundary line, right? For me, I know how to, I, I can't speak for other dudes because a lot of dudes don't know how to. But I know how to cut that boundary line. I know how to tell you I want you and I don't. I'm very honest with it. My friends will tell you. If I want you, I tell you. If I don't, I tell you. And if I want to be a friend, I'll tell you. Here's the thing. A lot of we've been told a lot of times that men and women cannot be friends. And I've always wanted and tried my very best to break that fucking stigma. Because I believe that women and men can be friends without anything fucking happening. You don't need to fucking have sex to sit here and be my friend. No, I don't. My rocks don't need to get off, fam. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to sit here and get my rocks off every time I meet a a girl. Like, that's that's not my initial thing. And a lot of women think that when I meet them. So it's just like, whoa. So the fact is, for me, the black woman, when I see them interact with each other, it's like it's hard sometimes for y'all to even accept friendship. Right? Because I understand y'all don't want to be hurt. Y'all don't want to sit here and, you know, go down that road again. Like, that's not that's not what y'all want to do. I understand that. Like, y'all got broken hearted, not just from relationships, but from friendships, too. But that's life, fam. That's life. I've had a lot of friends, male and female, come in and out of my life. And I've learned the ones who stayed, the ones who grinded with me, the ones who have literally told me about myself, the ones who actually sit here and see me from the gutter, the ones who have seen me work are the ones that stayed. You understand what I'm saying? You got to understand who is in your corner for a season and for a reason. Right? Like, black woman, I would love, I would love to see more in my community. Right? Not just through social media, not just through events, not just through, you know, um... Not just through live videos and everything. No, go into your your neighborhoods. Go into these neighborhoods and show these black 
these young black girls that black women, black girls can be friends and propel each other. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's why I love BB Judy, Tokyo, and Supercent so much because they, they, they are in their environments showing little girls from the ages of like four to the age of like 89 <laughs> that black woman kinmanship can happen. And I do believe that women kinmanship can happen. I feel I believe that all women should be kin- like I do believe we need a black woman in office. I do believe we need a black woman run this country. Absolutely. Like I do believe that. Black women are amazing. They are they are honestly the backbone, right? Of America, honestly. And that's true. Facts is we can argue about that. We can definitely argue about that. I just I I feel as though I want more of our black men to respect our black women, protect our black women, show friendship for our black women, not just trying to get in their draws. You understand what I'm saying? Be different. We've been trying to be so, we've been trying to be so like straight for years. You understand what I'm saying? We've been trying to just get in their draws for years, for generations, for decades. That's not what it is no more. They just need hugs, right? Black women, Learn to love yourself. Get you some friends that love themselves and would not care about doing anything by themselves. My mama, man, my mama was a proprietor of that. She did not give a damn how many niggas broke her heart. She said, you know what? I'm going to make sure I do for me. Right? She made sure she took herself out to the movies. Made sure she took herself out to dinner. Made sure she sat here and got her nails done, hair done, everything like that. She didn't give about fuck about no nigga hitting about her. And her and her girlfriends would go out and have a good time. I felt like that was the living single. The 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 the, the propri- like just the, the essence of black woman chemistry. Like y'all, yeah, y'all gonna argue, y'all sisters. You feel me? Like, like break down the walls and the stereotypes of, you know women you know black girls and black moms not talking to each other and everything like that like stop that like enhance our black queens you understand what i'm saying we have black queens out here black queens they everywhere young old middle aged don't care not only do we have to protect them black queens y'all have to know and love yourselves and be able to to trust again, be able to find like-minded people around you so you can be friends with them, so you can flourish with them. I respect a lot of the friendship groups on Instagram and social media because honestly, they do show how friends, some friends, some friend groups really out here just doing it, supporting one another through the ups, through the downs, through the hell, through the high water. And I've said this multiple times. We need a lot of, a lot more black men doing the same. That's why I love my friend group. Period. 
I think as for just women general and 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 um I think for women in general, I think uh women have to just come together, right? And um uh, that's no easy task because we're still learning, we're still adapting, we're still understanding. We've come a long way, but we still got a long ways to go. So we have to learn to understand. We have to learn to get it. We gotta learn to not just give up so damn easily. You know what I'm saying? We can't. We can't. Not now. We cannot. We have. We have. Um, we have little girls looking up to y'all. You understand what I'm saying? We got little. We have babies looking up to y'all. You understand what I'm saying? And we cannot continue to keep discontinuing each generation of its education. And its pridefulness has to stop. We have to sit here and give that love. Right? Men, be more friends. Stop trying to get in no draws. Women, understand one another. Be more understanding of one another. Try to understand each other's values. Try to understand each other's um, background. Try to understand where people are coming from. Right? Now, you can't force that out of nobody. But try your best. Do your best. Everybody not going to be like you. Everybody not going to be a hood. Everybody not going to be smart, smart as hell. Everybody not going to be as educated. But that's what makes people unique. Because you're not like the other person. That's what makes friends groups unique. Because you're not like, you're unique in your own self. We got, we connect, we click. I fuck with you. That's what I loved about my mom's friend group and her her my aunties. Is that they 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 didn't do the same shit. But they they loved each other. And every time they got together, it was literally like a party. And I think I want that for a lot of black women. Is that essence of black women? I like I said, I want to go to Essence Fest. Because I think there's a lot of black women groups out there, but I think they just, they're, they're fading. And I want them to come back. You know what I'm saying? I want to see my black women continuing to flourish and having friends to flourish with them. You feel me? Like, that's all I want. Like, on some real shit. For real. I just want to see my black women flourish. I want to see all women flourishing, man. To my white women understand listen listen before you speak you want black women friends okay listen before you speak you want hispanic you want any minority friends listen before you speak period it's not all about you you understand what i'm saying because there's a lot of y'all that sit there and like to talk about yourself you're very self-absorbed very self-absorbed okay it's not all about you okay be open to understanding. And then my minorities on the other side with white women. Be more open to understanding. You know what I'm saying? Just be more open to understanding. Period. I think that friendship and kinship, kin, kin, kinsmanship, Lord mercy, can be attainable. It just has to take time. And I think we're in a time where it can happen. It's been happening. Um, it's more out in the open. And I think it can happen. I think it can be a real reality. Um, so to my black women, I want y'all to 
continue being great continue being the queens that you are um y'all are amazing continue to be continue to change the narrative of what friends look like you know what i'm saying continue to 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 break the barriers and um reopen the hatches of black women kinmanship you understand what i'm saying like you know we see a lot of negative um negative stereotypes about black women i love to see black women just flourishing and being friends and in a element you know what i'm saying like it's, it's dope i like i just feel like it's dope so that is our episode for today uh, like i said shout out to naya uh queen naya um it's okay uh she didn't come on the show but we will get her back on the show sometime in the near future uh next week we will have miss ariana jordan coming on this show i'm so excited to have her on the show to end this month cap it off with me um it's gonna be a great show man she's gonna tell her story um about um being a uh being a strong graceful cancer survivor and i'm so excited to hear this story because i haven't i haven't heard the story um and she and and she's been so willing and humble and open to tell it um on the pod so i'll phone her in next week and we will get it popping um make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram um i'll put all the links in the bio all right so i love you guys make sure i'm trying to think (laughs) nope that's it just make sure you follow us on instagram twitter make sure you uh subscribe review rate all that good stuff on the pod um we are streaming everywhere you can follow us on my website at www.tyronzahicks.com forward slash the opinionated brother all right at my website too you can check out my Devontae's world blog we'll be coming back with another blog post in april i will be starting black men win um my um my new series for my blog post the black men win series um i'll be starting that in april so i will be contacting some few men so uh be on the lookout for that as well so like i said i love you guys i appreciate you and peace and